0: Listening to the Derek Asante podcast, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and today's episode is to wrap up a great year for many of us. It's also an opportunity for me to thank you, the listeners as well as the guests who've blessed the show for this entire year for making this year of many challenges an actually great one. So thank you. And you guys played an essential role in, in both inspiring me to continue, but also allowing me the space to push and and have my guests feel comfortable enough to share their stories, be vulnerable, but more importantly for me to also be open, vulnerable, and share some of my experiences and some of my stories. So for that, I thank you for allowing me to grow, for allowing my guests to grow, and for allowing yourselves to grow with me. Now, as usual, I always open with a quote. And because I don't have a guest today, I'm sharing this with you. So if you're listening, this quote is for you. And feel free to process it, share it with someone else, and have a conversation about it. I think it's a great conversation piece, as most of the quotes that I share can be. So here goes Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant, by Robert L. Stevenson. Let that simmer for a minute. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you appreciate that quote. It's a powerful one. I don't Think people should necessarily be going into each day looking at what they earned or what they gained, because that seems to be the world that we're in. How much money did I make today? Oh, look, my stocks went up. Oh, my crypto went up. And we're just counting everything that we made. And in doing that, we lose track of how many seeds we actually plant, right? If you haven't planted any after your first initial crop that you planted, you can't expect to be reaping for years to come if you've never planted again after your first time. So let that sink in that without the seeding and the planting, there is no harvest to reap, okay? And you cannot expect to plant something today and reap its harvest today. So uh, just a little food for thought for you guys there. I hope you appreciate that. Uh, First and foremost, happy new year. Happy New Year. 2022 is officially here. Happy New Year to all and many, many more successful moments to come. May you all achieve everything that you desire and accomplish all the goals that you've set. 2022 is, and for me, I think it should be for everyone as well, it should be called the Year of Action. 2022 is the Year of Action. So it's all about doing the job, making things happen, not talking about it. You got to be about it. So what is 2022? The year of action, right? Don't sleep. Don't sleep on this year. You got to leave the excuses at home. Nobody wants to hear that. If this is going to be the year of action, I also want to throw something else in there as a part of your goals that this year should be the year you try and see and count how many people you intentionally choose to help. Okay. I want you to purposely go out there and help people. And I promise you the first couple of times you do it with intent, the rest will be without any intention. And you're just doing it because it becomes a part of who you are. Okay. Okay. So that's a little challenge I'm I'm leaving for you guys for 2022. So go ahead, push yourself and try that. But it's the year of action. It's a year where we do things. We do shit. Like we get shit done. Don't sit back, don't make excuses, don't just write about it, don't think about it, don't just talk about it. I'm telling you, you got to be about it. So with that, I want to share some perspective and uncover, you know, some truths about the magical word that we all seem to be afraid of. You guessed it. That word is fear. It's a four-letter word. It's a simple four-letter word, fear. And if you think about it, it just came to me as I'm I'm, I'm saying that it's a four-letter word. Actually, the other word that's in there is ear, which means we're doing a lot more listening to the voice of fear oftentimes and we are trying to actually pay attention to what it's trying to really trick us into doing, which is give our best. So that's just another way of looking at the word fear. If you listen closely, fear is telling you to push through, not to be afraid. But I'm going to talk about what happens to most of us when we come in contact with that word fear. That's what I want to shed some light on. Okay. What is Fear. And, and why am I choosing to speak on fear? Okay, I want you to really think about that. Why am I choosing to speak on fear? Well, it's, it's really simple. It's a new year, right? It's a new year. And the one thing that fear and a new year have in common is they both require you to pay attention. They both have the word ear in it. So no different from the word fear, year is also something that we fear, although we get excited before it gets here. And then once it's here, it's almost like reality settling in. Shoot, bills are coming. Shoot. I got a whole year and I got to have something to show at the end of it. If you don't, you should. It's a self, you know, motivation, challenge yourself. Okay? But it's a new year. And I want you to recognize that the key word in that statement is new. You get to start over. You get to correct things you did wrong. You get to redo something you failed at. You get to say, you know what, forget yesterday's problems. Today is a new opportunity, right? So that's something to keep in mind, that it's new. It's a new year, a blank slate, and you can do what you want with that slate. You know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a little bit of uh, not necessarily stats, but some interesting, thought provoking things that I came across relating to fear. Okay, and I think what you need to recognize is that humans are designed to survive, and our minds are designed to protect us, not always from external, you know, dangers, but sometimes and oftentimes, our mind is protecting us from ourselves. That's trippy. That's trippy. Because you think about it, nobody wants to hurt themselves, not intentionally, not, not blatantly. So why does our mind feel the need to protect us from ourselves? We have something called choice. We get to choose what we want to do. And sometimes it feels like the choices that we're making may not be the best ones. How does it know that? That's not for me to say. It knows, right? If you if you know anything about the brain and how it works, it's literally an image map, right? It's all about memories, things that we take snapshots of, experiences that we go through. Uh, the mind takes a snapshot and stores it in our memory bank so we can always withdraw from it. Our brain is designed to protect us, but it's not always going to protect us from external forces. And oftentimes it's doing it to protect us from ourselves so that's something to, to to be aware of and so keeping that in mind because our design and not necessarily a flaw of ours but you can say that it's a yang to a yin right fear is a yang and confidence is a yin so between the two is what we call life and for for a good percentage of us it's literally just breathing we're just you know Trucking along, and that's it. Like we we get up, go to work, clock in, clock out, drive back home, drink some beers, or just sit on the couch, binge watch some TV, sleep, uh, get up, and do it all over again. So we're just breathing. We're cogs, right? Some people might call it we're cogs, but there's something no one tells us as we breathe over time and time again. That is both confidence and fear are both acquired over time. None of us are born with either. We are either taught it or we learn it or we experience it, right? But we are not born with them. We're not born with confidence. We learn and develop it over time. We're not born with fear instilled in us. We learn that. It's a learned behavior. Okay? So why do we consistently choose to not unlearn things that do not contribute abundance of healthy ideas or vibes to our existence why don't we just lean towards having more confidence and working on that and developing more and more confidence rather we give so much credit to fear because it actually does what i don't think it's intended to do we look at fear and we see stop do not enter do not proceed What are you thinking? What's wrong with you? Why would you do that? Damn, that's fear. When we hear any of those statements, we hesitate. When in fact, that moment of hesitation is supposed to be a moment for us to process. Why that thought came into mind? Why is that person or those people saying for me not to do it? Is it because they've never done it before? Are they afraid to try it? Are they afraid for me or are they afraid for themselves? What are they afraid of? I'm too curious to stop. That's just it. I'm just too curious to stop. So I'm going to try it. I might get burned. I might not, but that's the risk that I'm willing to take. What's the risk you're willing to take? Right? I don't want you just listening to this podcast. Shit, I want you to have some changes, some plans for yourself. The better you become, the better version of you that you become, the better it is everyone else around you becomes. The better it is for those who you're going to meet in the future will become. So it's not just about you. But somehow we, we, we've we got to think that it is about just us. Nah. So let that simmer for a bit. Um, but since we are often afraid... Of the unknown or newness of something. We never want to go into the dark alone. We don't know what's there. That uncomfortable state that we're in is called growth. And that's where change happens. Okay? Change only happens where there's growth. There's no growth. There's no change. If there's no change, there's no growth. The yin and the yang. You can't have one without the other. Okay? Balance. So I want to challenge you and ask you to build up more confidence than you currently have and utilize fear. Don't let fear use you or prevent you from doing what you need to do. Allow your fears to propel you to greatness, but don't allow them to hold you in bondage. Okay? So allow your fears to propel you to greatness, but do not allow your fear to hold you in bondage, okay? I'm telling you, man, I wish I was making this stuff up. I remember a moment where I was afraid to try something. And I also remember the feeling of, I can't even find a word for it, but it felt really, really amazing. When I did that thing, I paid attention to the fear that said, don't do it. I went ahead and did it anyway But the feeling that I felt after accomplishing that, whoo, immeasurable. You can't, because that's a feeling I'll never forget. And of course, it becomes an addiction, right? So you want more of that feeling. That's what I want you to do. Okay? So build your confidence. Remember, it's a learned behavior. So build it up. Talk to yourself every day. We don't do that because somebody told us along the way that it's weird to talk to yourself. Hell no. I have conversations with myself every single day. It's not out loud, but I have the conversations. Why did I do that? Why do you think that's a great idea? Why do you think it's not a great idea? Give me a reason why we shouldn't do this. Give me a reason why we should do this. Hmm. What do the numbers say? Will this make you happy if you did it? These are questions I actually ask myself. I ask myself, I answer them, and oftentimes I practice what I just said to myself. If I fail, great, I learned something from it. That's the other thing. The beauty in failing is the lessons that you accumulate. That's the beauty in failing. The lessons that you now have makes you a much better individual person, business individual, whatever it is, industry that you're in. If you failed at it enough times, you are actually way, way, way better and more experienced and more exposed to what possibilities are to come than the person who has never failed once or failed far less than you have. So for you who failed so many times, nothing will surprise you when they present itself again because you've seen it before. Now imagine the person who has never failed and now they get hit with that wall. What do you think is going to happen to them? They may never get back up. Okay. I once heard uh, Mike Tyson say this recently and I'm not going to quote him because I'll probably mess it up anyway, but um, I'm going to paraphrase. So it's your friends and those you love that you should be weary of not your enemies. They are the ones close enough to hurt you. I thought that was incredible. It's true. If your enemies aren't next to you, they can't inflict pain or any hurt. But then I want you to think about those who are closest to you, which means you are accessible, right? Keep that in mind. The thing is this. Friends and family often mean well when they tell you things like, don't be afraid. And as I think about it, I think about my own kids. You know, I tell them these things, don't be afraid, be brave, be strong. And it's true, right? We do these things, right? But back to friends and family, you know, they do that to ease your stress temporarily. That's their way of applying that band-aid fix. Since fear is something... We cannot eradicate. When one of my kids are afraid of the dark, I tell them, don't worry. There's just shadows of the same things that you loved when it's not dark, right? So it gives them a comfort an easiness to not fear. We're not fixing the problem. We haven't gotten rid of fear. Just for that moment, we allow them to feel safe and comfortable. So it's the same with family and friends. They'll say these things, to ease your fear, to comfort you for that moment. But I need you to recognize that the fear hasn't gone away just because you felt better for five minutes. Fear isn't and has never been something physical that is coming to harm you, by the way. And that's what's fascinating that fear, it doesn't exist, like in the physical form, it doesn't. Fear is not a hammer coming to hit your finger. And that's actually a great point. Like I should probably take that and and run with it. When you are hammering a nail and you're not the best with that tool, okay? There's a bit of fear about what if I miss the nail and I hit my thumb, right? That fear presents itself before any pain is actually occurred. Think about that. You automatically envision the pain You envision it happening. And for some people, because they don't trust themselves or they don't have the confidence, what do they do? They actually won't even use the hammer or the nail. They'll ask someone else to do it for them. And right there, my friends, fear is at work, but in a negative space, right? It caused the individual to stop moving forward and trying to accomplish that goal or complete that task. When fear is really supposed to be something that we use. And that's what I've been telling you. If you use fear, meaning when it presents itself and you feel that inclination to just stop, work through it. Somebody, somebody said, um, count backwards from five. So five, four, three, two, one. You'll have that disconnect and allow yourself to just do Right, Just do go through with it and don't think about the fear. So counting backwards will remove the thought of fear for a moment, which will allow you to continue forward and just do. When that happens, you you need to just take action, not to go back into analysis mode. Take action and just go with it and you'll be surprised. You'll surprise yourself because at that moment, you'll use fear rather than having it hold you in bondage, right? Because fear does not exist in a physical form at all. Majority of our fears are actually psychological. So they're all in our heads. <laughs> Think about that. We manifest it, right? So take a moment to reflect on that, please. By the way, um, with, with all this that I'm talking about, I don't want any one of you to take yourself too seriously because life isn't that serious, it really isn't. Life is not that serious. But think about it. All the worrying, the tension, the embarrassment, the panicking, um, all stem from our you know, mismanaged thoughts, the negative imaginations, the projection of expectations, and the opinions of others. None of these things I've mentioned are actually in the physical form, nor do they actually exist in our universe. Like when you think about Mismanaging your thoughts, embarrassment, tension, worrying, negative imaginations, panicking. They don't exist. Yet, here we are. As human beings, we are giving them life by manifesting them in our minds for so long and so often that we begin to feel physical pain and other illnesses caused. By this fear, distress, and however else it presents itself. You know, a side note here. I think this is a great opportunity for a side note. Um, You know, I see a lot of videos on YouTube. And uh, everybody's talking about 2022. I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And no one says anything about... Nourish, you know, nourishing their mind, feeding their brain what it needs, which is information, knowledge. The brain is a muscle. and that's one muscle that oftentimes I find gets the least exercise. and that's unfortunate because that's you know that's the helm. That's what's guiding everything else. okay? If your brain does not get oxygen, it doesn't matter how much air you got in your lungs. You need to exercise the brain. It's just like any other muscle. If you don't use it, they say, I think uh, George Carl, Carlin said this one, uh, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Anyway, that was my sidebar. All right, my sidebar for you there. But um, did you know that the number one killer of growth or change is fear? Yeah. Like fear is the one thing which doesn't exist in the physical realm yet. It's the gatekeeper to so many people's dreams and goals. How did that happen? (laughs) That sounds like a a matrix situation there, right? Did a red pill or the blue pill? I don't know. (laughs) But no, no, no. Seriously, though, think about it. Fear is the one thing that does not exist in the physical realm. But somehow, it's the gatekeeper. It prevents so many people's dreams and goals from coming to flourishing, right? Knowing that, I also want you to recognize that fear stunts your growth, right? It keeps you from, you know, capitalizing on your opportunities that may present itself. Fear literally makes you sick. I mean, it wears you down, it shortens your time here on earth. Fear also silences you when you need your voice to be heard the most. When you're afraid to speak, in board meetings or team meetings or to someone you think is a friend to tell them what you feel, uh, to your family members, friends, like all of it. If a stranger is out of line, disrespecting you and you need to say something, fear is there to silence you, whether you're aware of it or not. So when I stressed earlier about building confidence, you need confidence to fill the space that fear is currently occupying. That's what we're working towards. Okay. So this episode is going to be a very, very, very helpful one to someone out there. Um, it may change someone's life, you know, uh, your your trajectory and, or it might just be a, a very entertaining piece for you. Whatever it is, whatever role this episode is going to play for you, I am forever grateful for it. So no matter what it does for you, you will remember the reasons or excuses you sold yourself about why you haven't accomplished much or completed more than half of your goals, right? That you've set throughout your life. Like it's going to force you to remember those. Remember those excuses or reasons, but you will be better off recognizing that everything you told yourself was all out of fear. So recognize that. Now, if that's what's going to happen for you, Kudos. Allow yourself to grow. Therefore, allow change to take place. But I don't want to be the barrier of bad news. I don't want you to worry. I do have great news. This isn't about wearing you down with all the, the, the power field holds over us and, and the blah, 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 and all that good stuff, right? It's not about that. I'm not trying to like beat you down with this negative vibe that you're probably getting. Although I don't think it's negative. I think it's just perspective. Uh There is a cure for fear, right? And I kind of alluded to it um, earlier if you were paying closer attention, right? I mentioned it. The yin to fear is yang is confidence. Okay? You need confidence in order to shrink the ego of fear, okay? We need to build confidence, And the best way to build confidence isn't to tell yourself a million times how beautiful or talented you are, but to do things that make you feel that way. Okay, there's a huge difference between telling yourself a whole bunch of stuff and doing the things that you're telling yourself. Professional athlete or entertainer develops their confidence by doing what they fear most all the time. Stage fright is overcome by getting on the stage at every opportunity and the same applies to every profession or any path that you choose in life to recognize that. I was listening to um, a podcast the other day and the individual was talking about a comedians. And they said, Chris Rock, for example, Chris Rock, or I'm sure it's not just Chris Rock, but that was who, you know, the the person was talking about is said Chris Rock would visit you know, a hundred towns or clubs just working on material. And while he's doing it at each club, he's literally saying stuff like, ah, nah, this one's not working. Okay. And ripping out pages that he probably had for jokes while he's on stage performing. Right? That's insane. This is Chris Rock. Like he's working out new jokes, right? New stories, on the audience. And he said, when he finds his best 100 or so, that's when you'll hear those on his tour or on a special. So the jokes that we see or hear on the big screen or we see them on a big tour, it took them how many times to fail, to rewrite, to tweak, to get rid of, in order to find the ones that we now laugh at and enjoy so much and are so memorable. Imagine he didn't invest the time to retweak. Imagine we didn't give them the opportunity to even take the stage. Imagine if there was no Chris Rock or any comedians in this world, where would the world be? Now, Somebody's going to say, well, no, the world's still going to function the way it is and blah, blah, blah. And that's that's one perspective. But without laughter, for me personally, I don't think life has true meaning. It really doesn't. If you can't laugh in the world and in, in the universe that you you exist in, there's nothing for you to laugh at. And we know what laughter does for the soul. So... I mean, to each his own, but that's just, it was a great, uh, analogy, a great story that I think you guys want, you know, would benefit from. I think people need to hear it. If you've heard it before, great. If you haven't and you're welcome, because I think that's just a nice example for you to take away, to recognize that the finished product that you see, regardless of what profession or what entity or entertainment that you're watching, those individuals before you performing, put in mad hours and practice, and they failed a ton before you got to see them at their best. Okay? So recognize that. Now, I said it before I went on the Chris Rock story that action is the cure to fear. It is. By doing, you overcome it. By doing, you conquer it. So that's why 2022 is the year of action. If you thought I was playing, you are listening to the wrong podcast. I'm sorry. But think about all those times that you couldn't decide. All those times that you postponed on something. All those times that you settled for comfort and didn't take the risk. All those moments did more damage to you in your psyche than you can ever imagine. What you were doing all those moments, you were simply fertilizing your fear yeah <laughs> any anyone uh, big on gardening right that's a that's a gardening term i think but it's also a true statement everything that you've done that you've hesitated on that you second guessed you didn't decide on you didn't take the chance on that you settled for all you did by not going against your fear is you fertilized that fear and guess what your fear only grew bigger and stronger while your confidence took the backseat to nowhere, right? And I say a backseat to nowhere because you're still looking for that confidence and you're not going to find it. You're not because your fear is stifling it. It's choking it, taking the life out of it. It has no chance because you fertilized your fear for so long. Your confidence is gone. Sorry to say, but it is. So let me ask you this, though. When things aren't going so well, I mean, in many aspects of your life, what do you do? Like, no, I'm being serious. I want you to really take a moment and ask yourself this question. When things in your life are not going well, what do you do? I'm not saying you specifically, but we all have our moments where, you know, we complain a lot. We vent and we lash out, or frustrated, but I'm here to tell you that complaining isn't going to help or change the outcome of that situation. It really isn't. But I really want you to answer this question. This is a real question here. What are you doing about your situation? I just finished telling you about taking action and that's the cure to fear. So this is the question you need to really answer and I want you to write it down. What are you doing about your situation. I'm talking about a situation that you feel like it's impossible to fix or you can't do anything about or it's out of your control or it's out of your hands. Well, it's that person's fault and it's their fault. It's the system's fault. It's this person's fault. It's everyone else's fault. But the reality of it is this is your confidence that's taking the beating and your fear that's growing, not everyone else's. So... Back to the question, what are you doing about your situation? The operative word is doing. Doing, what are you doing? Action, what are you doing about your situation? And you gotta be honest with yourself. I mean, I want you to be honest with yourself as you listen to this podcast because it can change your life and your path if you just focus on you and not your fears, right? Including the fear of being honest about who you truly are and that you deserve change and growth like anyone else. Like you gotta be honest about that because most of the time people aren't honest with themselves and they feel like being vulnerable is a weakness. And I hate to be the one to tell you that you're, you're completely, completely wrong if you think being vulnerable is a weakness. Okay, because courage has nothing weak about it. And that's what vulnerability brings out. It shows the courage of individuals who are able to be themselves every day, 24-7, 365. That's strength. That's confidence. When you believe in who you are and what you stand for, what you don't stand for, and who you're not, is what you're also understanding of. Okay, you have to also know who you're not so that when you find yourself fading into that box or that side of you, you can, you know, reset yourself and bring yourself back to who you want to be. We are dreamers as human beings. Humans of the past have made a habit of placing faith and fate in the brittle hands of hope. Like, if you really think about it, all those before you and I placed a lot of faith in the hands of hope. Now, hope is great. Hope is is phenomenal. But let me tell you something about hope. Hope isn't, nor will it ever be enough. What will have an impact is taking action that supports that hope. Right? So what are you doing about the hope? Taking action that supports that hope is what gives hope. Its strength and its value and its impact so the next time you sense fear is trying to settle in in your space where your confidence resides ask yourself this what kind of action can I take to conquer this fear that's the question you need to ask yourself whenever fear pops up and your confidence hides behind a wall ask yourself what kind of action can I take to conquer This fear And remember that hesitation is just another fertilizer for fear. So you got to be decisive and be prompt with your action. Fear can't show up today and then you decide I'm going to take action next week. You got to do it right then and there to push it back so your confidence can step to the front. Okay? You don't have time to wait for it to get better. You got to act now. All right? I'm gonna shake things up a little bit. Traditionally, um, on the show, when I have a guest, we get into the thinking out loud segment of the show, and this is where we are today. Happy New Year's. And this is gonna be the final thinking out loud to, you know, as well as the first to lead us into 2022. Okay. So this is for everybody here. All right. If you're listening, I want you to ask someone next to you or around you. After you hear this, literally pause it after you hear it and go and ask somebody and just have some fun with it, right? So here it goes. Would you rather sacrifice truth for freedom or freedom for truth? Now pause it and literally ask somebody that's close to you. It could be a stranger too. I think it's a great conversation starter. Um, Throw it out there and ask. Would you rather sacrifice truth for freedom or freedom for truth? I'm going to share with you what I, you know, I would go with. I think I would give up truth for freedom. And it's simply because truth is subjective. And I can't do much of anything with truth like I can with my freedom. Right? At that point, I can tell my own version of what the truth of anything is. But my freedom is something that I can definitely utilize more so than the truth in this moment. So that's where I stand. But I'll be curious to know, um, uh, you know, some of the things that you got from the person that you approached and whatnot. So that's thinking out loud. Thank you for being a part of it. I know you're all listening and uh, you are technically my audience, my guests. And so that question or th- those options were presented to you and I hope you uh, you enjoyed it. So I had a I had an amazing conversation with my brother Ashley aka uh, ice cold geek the producer, right and I had to big him up because of so many things. but anyway, back to the conversation It took place on uh, New year's, morning because the eve had just finished we did the countdown you know an hour after midnight kind of thing uh he and i shared many 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 skills and talents we have a lot in common in that in that respect but there was something different about this one right this version of our, our conversation was a little different for me and it was refreshing it was really really beautiful and we championed the famous quote jack of all trades master of none. Often because we can relate to it on a much deeper level. Ash and I. What is unique about our conversations is that we wholeheartedly believe in one another. And when we speak, we speak with conviction and speak things into existence. Many more milestones to him. We already understood the value in the jack. My brother and I understand the value in the jack, whereas many people aren't even aware of the remainder of that quote. So I want to share that with you. The full quote actually goes like this. A jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. That's the full quote. And you guys are welcome because a lot of people don't know the full quote. They always stop at master of none. To make it seem as though the jack is irrelevant or isn't resourceful or isn't powerful or isn't important. And that is far from the truth. So when I brought up the conversation I had with my brother, that's what I remembered. How important we were. When I say we, I'm talking about all the jacks, okay? So you see a jack, you see a jack will have many more opportunities than the master of one. This is a fact. If I put myself in a situation for a moment, I've had many jobs. I've had so many jobs that from the outside looking in, you would always look at me and say, wait a minute. He's the best person for that job. And some people might look who went to school for this field or whatever it is. They might look from the outside and say, he had no business doing that job. He's not qualified. But what they fail to see is that I'm a jack of all trades. What that means is I'm willing to learn at every opportunity that I get. I'm also willing to seize every opportunity that presents itself. Why? Because of all the learning and all the self-teaching that I'm doing in the background that you don't see. So when it shows up and I present myself to the opportunity and I seize it, you stand afar and say, well, I didn't go to school for it. I didn't need school for it. Well, I've never worked in that field. I didn't have to. I've been working it at home or in different spaces that you are not there to see. So you have no idea what skills I have. The quote says, Jack of all trades. That means of all the trades, I know how to move around in those spaces. But you are just a master of one. So when you see me in a role that you were hoping for, which is just the one, you're going to envy. You're going to hate. You're not going to understand that you're looking at a Jack. Okay? Back to the statement. A Jack will have many more opportunities, right, than a master of one, simply because Jacks are adaptable to any situation or environment, right? We are extremely resourceful. Why? Because we know a little bit about everything. A little bit about everything is better than just knowing one thing, no matter what field you're in, okay? So don't lose sight of that. Don't let people tell you, oh, Jacks of all trade, master of none, and stop there. Ask them to quote the entire quote. And once they finish quoting the entire quote, they'll recognize that's a huge piece in there that they often omit. So, shout out to all the Jacks of trades out there. Special shout out to Ashley, Ice Cold Geek, the producer. Um, for blessing this podcast with not only the music that you all love and enjoy, but the vibe that the music creates for us all. right? So Ash, thank you. I'm grateful, I'm honored, really, thank you for uh, blessing this show and making it happen. Now, I share that experience because I need you all to, you know, rediscover yourselves and build the best version of yourself every single day, right? What's the, what's another cliche or statement that we throw around? Our Rome was not built in a day. Well, you weren't created in a day either. It took you months before you were birthed, right? I can't say nine because some of us are eager to come out a little bit earlier than others. So, you know, and then we try to, you know, make them feel like they're less, you know, significant by saying premature. Nah, they're here, full form. They're breathing, functioning, doing exactly what you're doing, right? So don't do that. Stop it with the labels, okay? Um, You know, build the best version of yourself every day. Make one of your daily goals, I mean, to be that you will learn something new every day um, that you can then turn around and teach someone else tomorrow, right? It's one thing to learn and learn and learn, but if you're not actually teaching, guess what? You're actually not even applying what you're learning. It's, It's a simple tactic. You learn something, you teach someone else what you learned, helps you retain it Helps you polish your skills, helps you evolve that much more. So, what you learn, you gotta teach. That's where the statement comes from each one, teach one. You gotta learn with the intention of, I'm going to share this with somebody else. Okay? Now, remember, it's not about you. This life that you're living is not about you. Okay? It's about how many people you can help. It's about how many people you can have a positive impact on while you're here. It's not about you. If forever until now, you thought it was about you and what you can do, what you can accomplish. That's probably why you haven't accomplished most of what you want to accomplish. Because you haven't included anybody in your visions and your goals and your plans. It's not about you. The minute you start making it about other people that you're trying to help, you'll start to see your value and achieve your goals without as much, you know, stress as you might endure if you don't involve other people. You are all important, by the way. Everybody that's listening, you are extremely important. Every one of you humans is important. Remember that. Like, seriously, remember that no other human is more important than you because of their employment title or any other label we've given ourselves when we're speaking with them. Right. Like, you know, I'm a CEO. I'm a I'm a boss. I'm this. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm a school dropout. I'm a college gra- graduate. I got my PhD, Ph.D.D.D. and I got a, I got my MBA and the NBA and, you know, WNBA. And I got all those MBAs. <laughs> You know what that just reminded me of too, by the way, Um, (laughs) college, college dropout, Kanye's first uh, official album, right? You know, my dad got all these degrees, he's homeless, but he got all these degrees. (laughs) Anyway, don't let me get sidetracked, right? You're just two important people talking about something that you're both interested in or is a benefit to the both of you. That's how we should be looking at each other, right? Not the financial status of one person compared to another, not the physical appearance of one to another, um, not the gender, the height, the race, the ethnicity, the culture, the religion, none of that matters. We are having a conversation about sports because we're both interested in it. We're both having a conversation about finance because we're both interested in it, right? That's what it is. We're talking about a a sitcom or a show or a movie that we watched. It's an interest that we both share. That's what it's about. So I'll close out 2021 with these statements for you to take on your journey. How about that? So here we go. Decisions that harm your conscience will more than likely costs you plenty in the long term. This is because guilt causes us to underperform. I need you to remember that. Act the way you want to feel. Remember that the action your body makes is a result of your mind's action that is taken. And never forget to offer your smile to others. It costs you nothing. But it can change a life. 2022 is the year of action. Please, don't settle for less. Do not settle for less. It is the year of action. So take it by the horn and make it yours. I want to thank all my listeners for joining me on the Derek Asante podcast show also known as DAPS. And cheers to another great year that is before us. Happy New Year's. Until next episode, love, peace, and nappiness.